0: Angels Radio, AM830, KLAA.
1: Orange County, Los Angeles. And Inland Empire.
0: Where Angels baseball lives.
1: Hi, everybody. This is Juan Hernandez. If you want to break out of the gate fast like I do every morning, do what I do. Have a cup of Uncles Kimmel's Kona coffee. Uncles Quimos, you'll be glad you did.
0: The following is a paid program. Opinions expressed are those of the program sponsors and not necessarily the views of AM830, its owners, or management.
2: Hi, Bill Coin of South Bay Toyota. Whether you shop online at southbaytoyota.com or in person, we'll make it easy for you to save time and money. South Bay Toyota is located just off the 405 freeway at Western Avenue where Torrance and Gardena meet. South Bay Toyota.
3: Where the turf meets the surf. Where the turf meets the surf down in Old Del Mar. You could be flying on an airplane, catching up at...
4: Delmar wants to thank all racing fans for your support this season. Make your plans to come back next summer when Delmar opens Saturday, July twentieth. And remember, the 2024 Breeders' Cup World Thoroughbred Championships come back to Delmar, November first and second. For Breeders' Cup ticket information, log on to BreedersCup.com. Delmar, cool as ever. Del Mar. Where the turf meets the surf down at Old Delmar. Where
3: the turf meets the surf all right now. down at Old Delmar.
5: Friends, life is about family, friends, and the unforgettable experiences we enjoy together. If you are considering the Hawaiian Islands for that special vacation, a wedding, or perhaps a corporate outing, please visit halualohagardenandkitchen.com, and you can see for yourself what this tremendous new venue, located on the island of Hawaii, has to offer. When you settle in at the Halualoha Garden and Kitchen, a breathtaking view of the Kona Coast adds a touch of enchantment far, far removed from the everyday stresses and strains of life on the mainland. Nestled on the slopes of the majestic halu volcano, this venue offers guests a remarkable combination of Polynesian dining along with striking natural beauty and world-renowned island charm. With a top-notch chef and a fresh farm-to-kitchen approach, you'll experience island dining that is truly out of this world. Please visit our website, halualohagardenandkitchen.com, or call 307-461-1450 for complete details and get ready for the experience of a lifetime at Halualoa Garden and Kitchen.
4: Let Legacy Ranch prepare your horses the right way before heading to the racetrack. Farm trainer Terry Knight oversees the five-furlong training track meticulously maintained by well-known track supervisor Richard Tedesco. Your horses will get the time, experience, and individual attention they need to be fully prepped and give them their best chance for success at the races. Located in Clements, California, the 145 acres of Legacy Ranch provides large pastures and grass paddocks, too. Horse racing fans, Los Alamitos Racecourse continues
6: its celebration of 10 years of daytime Thalberg racing with an action-packed two-week winter meet in beautiful Orange County. Opening day is Friday, December 8th, and racing will be held Fridays, Saturdays, and Sundays through December 17th. First post will be 12.30 p.m. Pacific. Our December meet is our biggest daytime meet of the year with five stake races on tap, including three graded stakes events. Our opening Saturday will feature the running of the Grade 2 Starlet, featuring an outstanding field of juvenile fillies. And on Saturday, December 16th, top juveniles will race in the Grade 2 Los Alamitos Futurity. Other top stakes events include the Bayacoa, the Soviet Problem, and the King Glorious. And horse players, the Los Alamitos On Track Live Money Handicapping Contest is back on Saturday, December 16th. You could win a seat to the National Handicapping Championship in Las Vegas. For the contest format and more, go to losalamitos.com. Daytime racing is back at Los Alamitos. Opening day is set for Friday, December 8th.
4: Now, more than ever, it pays to own a cowbread owners of a registered California bred maiden shall be paid $17,500 owner's bonus for winning a maiden allowance race in Southern California and a $10,000 owner's bonus for winning a maiden allowance race in Northern California. These bonus awards are in addition to all regular purse monies won and will be paid within 30 days after the win. California bred $50,000 or less maiden claiming winners will be eligible for the current $40,000 or less starter races too. Take advantage of these tremendous UN Incentive programs by breeding and buying cowbreds. For information, call the California Thoroughbred Breeders Association at 626 445 7800. That's 626 445 7800. Or log on to CTBA.com. And remember, it pays to own a cowbred.
2: Nose and nose, and right? Marketry has the
7: weight advantage. Farm away has the class. Which one's gonna win it? Farm away, marketry, farm It's Thoroughbred Los Angeles, hosted by Mike Wilman. Thoroughbred LA is brought to you by beautiful Del Mar, proud host of the Bing Crosby Meet, world-class racing now through December 3rd by Uncle Chemo's Kona Coffee. Take it from top jock Juan Hernandez, Uncle Chemos, you'll be glad you did. By David Wilson's Toyota of Orange, South Bay Toyota, and Villa Ford of Orange. Come see their great selection of new and used vehicles and experience David Wilson's world-class customer service. By Sammy's Original Off-Track Wagering, where the 5 and the 405 collide at Lake Forest Drive. Buy the Derby Room at Fairplex Park. Great food, great customer service, and free parking and admission seven days a week at the Derby Room. By the California Thoroughbred Breeders Association. Just ask Nick Alexander. It pays to own and breed in California. Buy the Raggazin Sheets. Take it from top trainers, jockey agents, and players like you nationwide. When you go racing, get past the obvious. Get the Ragges and Sheets. By Legacy Ranch, where stands California's Big Three, Clubhouse Ride, Mr. Big, and Straight Fire. By Sunset Suites on Pacific Coast Highway in Sunset Beach. By Bruce Finkelstein's BetOnBruce.com. By the South Point Hotel, Casino, and Spa in Las Vegas. Call my buddy, Steve Johnson, and make your reservations now at 866-780-RACE. By the Love Meridian Hotel on Huntington Drive in Arcadia, just across the street from the Great Race Place, and by Western Rooter, the best in the West. Now, here's Mike Wilman.
5: Thank you, Lee. Lonnie and a very pleasant good morning, everybody. Great to have you with us on this closing day of the Bing Crosby meet, uh, down where the turf meets the surf at Del Mar. Idyllic conditions throughout the meet, and boy, you sure can't say that when you look at racing around the country, particularly yesterday back to Del Mar though the turf festival also comes to a crescendo today we end up with the grade 1 matriarch phillies and mares a mile on the turf so many great runnings of the matriarch uh, at hollywood park and now it's been at del mar for the past few years today they've got 12 uh, distaffers engaged chad brown in town from back uh, from back east he's got 4 in here out of town riders in the matriarch Irad Ortiz, Joel Rosario, who is going to be riding at Santa Anita full-time at the Classic Meet, Tyler gaffa and Jamie Spencer, they join the likes in the starting game for the matriarch of Juan Hernandez and Flavion Pratt, Flavion with four wins yesterday, uh, including, uh, you know, a a big win in the Hollywood Derby uh, aboard the Chad Brown Condition Program Trading. He now trails Juan Hernandez by just three wins coming into closing day. That stands... At 2017, uh, Del Mar, I think all things considered, has to be feeling really good about this meet. It's been a very, very safe meet. Yeah, field size down a little bit, but the racing, I think uh, we can all agree, has been terrific. Uh, I was out of town over the Thanksgiving holiday, but got caught up with uh, looking at the videotape and everything. And I, I really will say this: I think Easter's win in the uh, Grade Two Sea Biscuit. Uh, the day after Thanksgiving might have been the performance of the meet-to-date, perhaps. Uh, it, it looked like there was no way Hong Kong Harry was going to get beat, but Easter uh, kicked it into gear there approaching the 16th pole and was able to get up and get the job done. Phil D'Amato running 1-2-3 in that grade 2 sea Biscuit, just a race so emblematic of D'Amato's just... Absolute dominance on grass now here in Southern California. Well, without any further ado, let's get back to uh, upstate New York. Say hello to my good friend, John Hardoon with the Raggots and Sheets. Hey, John, I missed you. Hope you had a great Thanksgiving.
8: I did, Mike. I hope you did as well. Uh, It was nice. The weather here the last couple of days has just been horrible. It hasn't stopped raining in New York since Friday night. Yesterday was a mess at the Aqueduct. Uh, speed was the way to go. I believe Speed won eight out of the ten races. So uh, there were a couple of terrific performances on by horses that got beat uh, in running second. Um, in, the Remsen, in the Remsen, Sierra Leone, the horse that ran second to Doorknock, came from out of the clouds. And uh, he just got beat a nose. He ran super. No one did what he did. Then come back. The next race in the Cigar Mile, Senor Buscador, was in another area code, and he came flying to get second as well. So some terrific performances and defeats, and take nothing away from the winners. They took advantage of the track the way it was, and uh, it worked out well.
5: Yeah, and the winner of that Cigar Mile got a lofty buyer, according to our morning line maker, John White. Uh, That was Hoist the Gold, trained by Dallas Stewart. Johnny V. aboard. Hoist the Gold got a 109 buyer. John, we talked before we came on this morning. I still have not seen those races, but you were saying, Senor Buscador, in your opinion, I mean, coming out of the Breeders' Cup Classic at Santa Anita, cutting back to a one-turn mile, that you thought he ran the best race because there was just an overwhelming, uh, you know, front-running type bias, and he ran a terrific race to be second.
8: He did. And Hoist the Gold, the winner of the race, was also coming out of the Breeders' Cup. He was in the Breeders' Cup sprint. He was stretching out to a mile. And then yeah. your was cutting back from the classic distance to run at a mile. So, yeah, you know, usually these Breeders' Cup horses don't always fire the best shot first race back off of the Breeders' Cup races because they're usually squeezed for those efforts. Right, But they showed up yesterday and... Uh, I think they ran one, two, four. As a matter of fact,
5: in the uh, Cigar Mile. And, and John, you know, on a uh, you know on a lower level, uh, Eric Crueljacks, the chosen Vrona, a glaring case in yeah. point of yeah. a horse coming yeah. out of the Breeders' Cup, and he fired big. Of course, against Calbreds, we want to acknowledge that that was in the Carey Grant. But I mean, uh, you know, he was not a factor in the Breeders' Cup Sprint. But uh, man, he came out of there running. And he also had it one
8: less week. We yeah. rest, and these other horses all got that, that extra week. And I, I, you know, I'll be honest with you. I thought that he was vulnerable last week coming back close. Usually, he yeah. races are face, and he gives him time. But he just not only that, he showed a new dimension. He was on the lead, or he was close to the lead, and you never see him do that. So, yeah, there's nothing away. He's a super calbred, and he's a really a super horse.
5: I think from now on, whatever he wants to do, they'll let him do it. <laughs> John, speaking of weather, it wasn't just in New York. I mean i 'm walking in yesterday, San Anita through seronas there, by the way, we had a massive event out in the infield at san Anita yesterday twenty three thousand people in the infield i 'm hoping we get a few hundred, few hundred of them back for opening day the day after Christmas, but we had a big event out there uh, for families, everybody involved with the International Brotherhood of Electrical uh, Workers Union. And it was just huge. So we had the wagering. Instead of being downstairs, it was in Sirona's, which is a really nice venue at Santa Anita on the first floor. But I'm walking in, and... The first two races, uh, the claiming crown in New Orleans were canceled because of torrential rain. The next monitor is Woodbine. There's wet snow on the ground. And then I get up to my office. Here's Del Mar with people uh, walking their dogs on Dog Beach in the Pacific Ocean, (laughs) lapping at the shore. I mean, that's just a no-brainer for me.
8: Yeah, well,
5: if you have no choice, you make that choice obviously. Yeah, yeah. Well, anyway, John, uh, something else uh, we're going to be talking about, uh, you know, at length is uh, I'm going to have Mark Ratsky on an hour or two, and I think uh, John Lindo is going to address it as well. Uh, beginning with uh, the Los Alamitos, uh, what they're calling it their winter meet, starts this Friday. They're going to have something called In Play, where they're going to give people a window into what they think the closing odds are going to be. On horses based upon will pays. And heretofore, this information has not been out there. There have been a select few that have it, but uh, I, I think it's uh, Mark Radsky and Doc Allred, the folks at Los Al, I think they're breaking some very significant ground.
2: Yeah,
8: Mark actually called me about it. We spoke about it. He asked me what I thought. I thought it was a listen, nothing hurts. It could only help. And yeah. he came up with a what I think is a brilliant idea. I agree. You know, and, again, anything that will help is good for the game. So I think he had a great idea. I told him I thought it was a great idea, and uh, he went and presented it, and I guess they accepted it, and we're going to see how it works out. But it's going to be interesting, and let's see what happens. It can't hurt, Mike. These odds drops are just ridiculous. Even uh, There was a horse that went from 5-2 to two to 8-5 to five the other day. doesn't seem like a lot. But that takes an awful lot of money at a major racetrack like Del Mar on a weekend to get, you know, that kind of of drop. And uh, it's got to stop. It's not good for the game. It's turning people off. And it is somewhat of an edge for the people that are using the CAW, computer-assisted away- uh, wagers. Yes. And, you know, it's not uh, – people don't have access to it. It's a handful of people that have access to it. Exactly. It's not fair. It's like insider trading, as far as I'm concerned. No,
5: it's not like it. It isn't. I, I, it is. <laughs> it, it, it's. It's really, in my opinion. I'm speaking for myself. It, it. It's just. It's not right. And it's not. I'll tell you who it's turning off. It, 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 people that have played horses their whole lives. I talk to people. and not. Nah, it's just. It just doesn't seem fun anymore. And okay. Well, I – it's a game where we all lose a lot and and people, you know, they 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 come up with various excuses why they do different things, but these consistent odd drops, John, i just it, it just sours you, it really does.
8: It's a total turn off. People complain about the take and they're right to complain about the take, but nothing is worse than when you see a horse go 8 to 1 to 4 to 1, or, you know, or 5 to 1 to 5 to 2. Yeah. You're getting half or a third of what you thought you were getting. You can't do that to people. It's wrong. It's just wrong. And,
5: and it happens consistently. All right, now, the another the, the big news item of the week is that uh, there's a judge here in L.A. has ordered the Santa Anita Stewards, I guess, to... Uh, Takeaway justifies 2018 Santa Anita Derby win. This is obviously an old story, but it's taken a long time to work its way through the courts. Uh, Mick Ruiz, his Ruiz Racing, they own the uh, the runner-up, Bolt Oro, and Mick has been after this vociferously. Uh, Daryl Vienna is one of his, his attorneys. So it, I, I would say this, John, it, it's not a surprise. I would also say this, that just this is my opinion, what the chrb folks had presented to them coming out of the san anita derby was in my opinion anything but a black and white type situation i mean this was a deal with scopolamine there were a number of other horses in the same time frame that tested positive for us for it i mean absolutely indicating that it was contamination by feed however the rules are the rules but, John, I mean, if if they had ruled just strictly black and white, okay, yeah, that's the letter, a letter of the law. Justified does not become the Triple Crown champion that he is. So, I, I don't know. It's a tough one to me on several levels.
8: Yeah, it is, Mike. But once you get the courts involved, it's the worst thing in the world. The yep. HRB ruled or didn't rule, fine. It's their jurisdiction. Once you take it outside and bring the courts, yeah. it's crazy. Then, then you got pizza. Having the nerve to make it a, a, they think that Justify should be disqualified from the Triple Crown because if he was disqualified from the race of Santa Anita, he wouldn't have had enough points to qualify for the Triple Crown. Who the hell asked Peter to get involved? Why would anyone even ask them? Is beyond me. Well, and they happen to be a hundred percent wrong because when the horse was entered for the Derby, he had the points. He wasn't disqualified from anything. Hundred percent, nothing wrong.
5: That's nonsense. I mean, yeah. yeah, and and Peter acts as though they, they are looking uh, out
8: like they're looking out, like
5: they like they're like, looking out for PETA, the best interests of like, racing. Their sole interest. And I've tried to tell people this. A, a lot of people that I'm fairly close. Like apparently, they can't seem to get it through their head. These people want us out of business. So why would you bring them to the table? Why would you listen to them? Why would you dialogue with them? You know th- they are what they are.
8: That's that was what pissed me off more than anything else when reading the articles yeah. that they stuck their two cents in, and they actually, well, people actually respected their opinion. Who gives a yeah. crap about their opinion? Well, All they want to do is destroy us. They're not friends of horse racing.
5: Here's the deal. This Kathleen Guillermo, she's based in L.A., and she speaks in a monotone and appears to be very nice. She is a (laughs) go-to quote machine now. She is. Things happen in racing. Oh, they go to her. Why? It's ridiculous. (laughs) I don't it's get like it. like
8: that writer for the New York Times that, that also bashes horse racing and, and makes like he, I forget his name, but Joe drape. They, they quote yeah. These, yeah, when they quote these people, it's like the 60-minute deal they had on horse racing. Why anyone would watch it and give them two seconds of their time when you know it was only going to be a hit piece? Yeah. What's the point?
5: Right. I, I, I fully understand. And I talked, we weren't on air last week, but two weeks ago, so sick, sick beyond sick and tired of the self-loathing and the hand-wringing, and here's our man, Stuart Janney. Uh, He's got Bob Baffert as his own personal public enemy number 1. He's on 60 Minutes, just basically, well, you know, uh, it's just insane. It really is. There's no way forward with this type of approach.
8: And this is a guy whose life was, was horse racing. His family's been involved in horse racing for 100 years. Yeah. I mean, you know, you're supposed to take the high road and, and stick up for your product. Yeah, it's
5: just... Well, anyway, we're in enough trouble already here, John. Uh, <laughs> you're going to leave Aqueduct alone, but I know you'd like to come to, to Gulfstream Park for hour one.
8: Yeah, Mike, we're going to look at the ninth race today at Gulfstream. It is the Orange Blossom Stakes. It's a mile and 70 yards on my favorite, Tapita, but I like it. I like this horse, and uh, it's the number two horse in here, Jan's Girl. This is a four-year-old filly from the Laura Cazares Farm. Draw a line through her last race. She was running a marathon race on the turf without Lasix. Go back to her races, three and four starts back at Gulfstream. Over this surface, she's won and both. She's listed at 8 to 1 on the morning line. Back on Lasix today, I like number 2, Jan's Girl, to upset and win today's ninth race out at Gulfstream. We had a nice winner on radio the last time you were on, $24 winner. Let's see if we can make it two in a row.
5: And, John, the $24 winner was at Aqueduct, correct?
8: No, at Gulfstream. At Delmar, I'm sorry.
5: Uh, Okay, great. I'm sorry I didn't have a record of that. Uh, Anyway, today, (laughs) give me the race number and the number of the horse again at Gulfstream.
8: Ninth race, the two-horse
5: okay, all right, and uh, tell us about the website j o n h a r d w o n dot com
8: three best place ten dollars full car twenty five dollars today we offer aduct gulfstream and San and delmar selection sorry
5: okay terrific hey john, thanks so much. we'll get you back late in hour two and uh bring you out to delmar here on closing day looking forward to it
8: thanks Mike. stay safe and be well
5: all right likewise all right uh let's get up to the uh right now the race and, the race book at uh the South Point Hotel Casino. It's been a while since I've been on, Jake. Heading up to the South Point, we're going to say hello to our good friend Dan Sanchez, see who he might like in the NFL today, and if he's got any inside knowledge as to who's going to be in the Final Four for that college national championship tournament. Dan Sanchez, good morning. Good morning, Mike, and yes, I do. Who do you think's going to... I have that information.
9: No, um, I, do, I believe it should be uh, Michigan, Washington... Texas. And that's Florida three. State.
5: And Florida State. You're actually going to leave Alabama out of there, even though they beat the defending champion, uh, defending national champion last night.
9: You know, people think that Alabama uh, has something that Florida State doesn't, and I tend to agree that's a loss. Florida State is a, uh, a Power Five undefeated conference champion. How are you going to close the door on that? Yeah, well, I just don't. I mean, I understand the SEC, the SEC, and all of that, and the money involved. But Florida State remained undefeated down to their third-string quarterback. I mean, that's team to the, its core.
5: Well, see, th- I, I'm driving course in course. this morning, listening to Sports Talk, and and that's the reason a lot of guys are given. Why Florida State won't make the Final Four is because they're they're weakened at this point in time. They're down to their third quarterback, and they're not going to be as strong a team as they would have been. That's a terrible thing to hold against them. I'm not legitimizing it, but the guys that I was listening to coming down, they were saying, in their opinion, that's all it is, that's why Florida sure. State's going to get left out. I'll say this, if the SEC is left out... Uh, I I just I, I just can't believe that I can't believe that would happen, Dan.
9: I I understand. I'm I, you asked me what I thought. Uh, yeah. You asked me if I had inside info and inside my head I have this info, yeah. I don't think they're going to do this. I really think Alabama's going to get in there, and I think I heard the same guys because I was screaming at my radio this morning <laughs> driving in that just the opposite should be true. That if anything, this should be a, a, a razor opinion of Florida yeah. State, because they are a better team. Yeah. But, I mean, they're going to go where the money is. Well,
5: What work. a shame that they can't go to the 12-team thing a year yeah. early. Honestly. Oh, yeah. Because right. yeah, every team be you weird. mentioned should be in there. I mean, and Michigan others. and Washington, unbeaten Washington. What a great game with Oregon the other night. And even Georgia. I know they got beat last right. night, but they they kept coming back. I, I, I mean, if they're not if they're not right there head-in-head head with anybody, I, I I don't know. I don't know what I'm looking at. But it, I completely agree. You're going to have a lot of people absolutely unhappy.
9: One of yeah. Absolutely one of the best teams in the country.
5: Yeah. All right, let's get to it, though. Uh, in, in the NFL, I thought the Rams were a little bit interesting today. And I, I think this is the best coaching job Sean McVay has ever, ever uh, been able to come with this entire season. Uh, so many people thought they were just going to be in, in the run for the bottom to get a good draft pick. They've been very competitive. They're actually in the wild-card hunt, and they're at home today against the the Browns, uh, a three-point favorite. I, I think they're interesting, uh, but, but your take on the overall situation uh, in, in pro football today?
9: Uh, I agree. This is a great spot for the Rams. Um, they've actually, uh, the Browns money's been coming in. That opened at 4.5 and, and now only 3.5. Um, I like the Rams today. I think they're in a good spot. I don't think the Browns, unfortunately, are going to be able to reconstruct anything before the end of the season. The mm-hmm. real moves this week seem to be in the total. Games like the Saints and Detroit, there's a 3.5 point to the upside, so they're expecting more scoring in that game. Um, Denver, what a game that's going to be. If I told you early in the season that Denver and Houston would be the AM marquee game yeah. in Week 13, I don't think I would have gotten a lot of support for that. Um, San Francisco and the Eagles is obviously the big game of the week. Um, I don't think this should be anything other than a pick I not I think this is a San Francisco-West Coast bias coming in at, at some point. I don't think that the uh, Eagles at home are going to falter to uh, San Francisco. I think we have three other interesting games. Kansas City, Miami, and Jacksonville all playing lesser opponents, all looking to lengthen their lead in their division. Um, if somebody you know has a misstep there, uh, I guess you can count the Lions there, except the Lions are facing another division leader in the Saints, although it's not quite the same. Um, there are a lot of interesting games, and it looks like they're expecting more points to be scored this week than you might think. So it, it could be an interesting uh, weekend, although on paper it looks... Mediocre.
5: Okay, but, but we we need action. Uh, let's make some money. Who do you wh- give us a game?
9: I'm going to give you the Miami Dolphins minus nine against the Washington Commanders.
5: Okay, uh, Dolphins minus nine, and the Commanders this is
9: that, same situ- that same situation that you have with the Cowboys. This is a team that can beat lesser teams. And yeah, the Commanders may be the lesser your ball
5: if that's even a word yeah they're they're reeling no doubt about it (laughs) hey folks this is a great time of the year to get up to las vegas i can tell you from a lot of personal experience it's just easy to move around get up to vegas stay at the south point if you can uh and and give my good friend steve johnson dan's boss they're uh in race and also sports steve johnson toll free at the south point 866-780-RACE And get up to the South Point, see for yourself why they are the place to stay and gamble uh, in the city of Las Vegas. Uh, Thanks so much, Dan Sanchez. Have a great day, and we'll talk next week.
9: Uh, We'll talk in three weeks, Mike.
5: Oh, that's right. You got a vacation coming up. Okay. Yes, I do. All right. You (laughs) got to give me a pinch hitter, Dan.
9: All right. See if I can do that.
5: Okay. You take care, my friend. Thanks, Mike. Good luck with the Dolphins minus nine. Uh, Hey, as my good friend Terry Smith so often says, Jake Rich. Good news! And that good news is, folks, Little Joe's Fresh Mex uh, in uh, South Arcadia will be reopening. That's right, Little Joe's Fresh Mex, they made their mark the best Southwestern cuisine in the area, and I say that without equivocation. Uh, They're going to be back in action, reopening under new ownership. The Pete Escobedo family, they're very excited and uh, folks are going to be open this Wednesday and they'll be open seven days a week, regular hours 9 to 9 every day except Sundays when Little Joe's will be open from 9 to 3 o'clock in the afternoon and more good news, uh, the Bit Tavern next door has doubled in size as pu- as thousands really of people over the years have have experienced, get your food there, little Joe's. Walk next door to the bit. You can spread out, enjoy a game, knock back a few beers, listen to some music, and just enjoy yourselves. At 4171 East Live Oak, Little Joe's Fresh Mex, just off the corner at 10th and Live Oak. They reopen this Wednesday. Folks are gonna take a quick time out. coming back strong with John Lindo and a whole lot more. This is Thoroughbred Los Angeles on AM eight thirty and on the Angels Radio app. Right in the-
0: radio. AM 830.
5: Here at David Wilson's Villa Ford of Orange, we are here to help. We're open for sales and service and with hundreds of vehicles to choose from, we are ready to assist you. And remember, you can get into that brand new Ford that you've always wanted without leaving the comfort of your home. Visit us at VillaFord.com to buy or lease your next car with great upfront pricing and a 100% online experience. Great financing and big retail enhancements on Ford Fusion and all popular Ford SUVs are available now. Check our website for Tremendous pricing and financing on all Ford products, including America's best selling vehicle, the F 150 pickup truck. David Wilson's Villa Ford of Orange. Call or click today at 714 509 5615 or visit us at Villa Ford of Orange.
4: From Golden Gate to Santa Anita to Del Mar and everywhere racing is conducted in California, Bruce Finkelstein's Bet on Bruce has you covered. Full card selections available every racing day at betonbruce.com. Get advice on multi-wager ticket structures and improve your return on investment with Bruce Finkelstein's betonbruce.com. Bet on experience. Betonbruce.com. Make the Lay Meridian Hotel in Arcadia your place to stay and play on your next visit to Santa Anita. Located just a furlong east of iconic Santa Anita Racetrack on Huntington Drive, the Lay Meridian Hotel offers uncomplicated luxurious guest rooms and suites, a fitness center, meeting rooms for your group, and a newly refurbished dining room. A wide open bar and lounge makes the perfect gathering spot after a great day at the track. For reservations, call 626-777-6699 and use your Marriott Rewards points for even more savings. From the early morning workouts until after the last race is official, the Lay Meridian Hotel is a convenient and enjoyable way to maximize your next visit to Santa Anita. General Manager Katie Green welcomes you to a winning experience. The Lay Meridian Hotel, 130 Huntington Drive in Arcadia. The number for reservations once again, 626-777-6699. See you at the Derby Room, 2201 North White Avenue in Pomona.
5: From Hawaii's Big Island, nature has given us Uncle Kimo's Kona Coffee. Derived from a naturally occurring coffee bean that is only found in this precise altitude and climatic setting, Uncle Kimo's Kona Coffee ensures a perfect start to your day or any cherished moment from sunup to sundown. Every treasured coffee bean is the result of nearly four years of nurturing on the 57 acre family farm in the mountains above Halualoha, Hawaii. And unlike many other coffee beans from the Big Island, Uncle Kimo's is a steak grade and hand roasted. This means all beans are grown, picked, roasted, and packaged on the farm to ensure the beans are the most balanced and as rich in flavor as possible. Uncle Chemos Kona Coffee is now available on the mainland. To place an order, please visit Uncle and look for our logo on the track and in the winner circle along with leading writer Juan Hernandez. Fans visit our website and you can see for yourself that Uncle Chemos emanates from a true island paradise. Uncle Kimo's Kona Coffee, you can taste the aloha. Hello, I'm Alan Mosna, Toyota of Orange. For over 48 years, we've said you won't get a lemon at Toyota of Orange. That means you're driving a reliable Toyota. It also means you're getting the best deal on every new Toyota in stock. We're talking RAV4, Camry, Tacoma, Corolla, you name it. How have we stayed number one all these years? By turning lemons into oranges. Toyota of Oranges.
7: Well,
1: you won't get a lemon From Toyota I'm Orange well, you won't get Hi, everybody. This is Juan Hernandez. If you want to break out of the gate fast like I do every morning, do what I do. Have a cup of Uncle Kimos con coffee. Uncle Kimos you'll be glad you did.
7: When you believe in things that you don't
5: Welcome back. Uh, my sincere thanks to my man Jake Rich for making this whole thing happen here uh, as we do the show live in studio at the Big A in Anaheim. Uh, this is Thorbet Los Angeles, Hour One. My name is Mike Wilman. My next guest, a good friend, does show here uh, every Saturday from 9 to 10, along with Bob Ike. John Lindo in Carlsbad. Good morning. How are you doing? Good morning, Michael. Doing great. It's beautiful down here. Be a beautiful day for closing day at Belmont. The weather has been spectacular, right? I mean. Oh. Gorgeous. Yeah, you, you, like
9: you say, you, you see that shot at Delmar before the first race, wow. and they're showing the shot of Dog Beach, and
10: that's the best Chamber of Commerce calling card you could ever have. <laughs>
5: no, no doubt about it. Hey, first things first, the Calbreds. And uh, we know what an important integral part of the overall racing uh, puzzle the California Incentive Breeding Program is. They make up a large percentage of our races, and we really can't do enough to bolster it. The Cal Bread of the Week uh, came yesterday. Uh, my man Steve Speck sent out an odds-on favorite, Wild Jewels. Uh, he had to work for it in yesterday's $50,000 gold rush, uh, going a flat mile, $75,000 gold rush, pardon me, for California-bred two-year-olds. But boy, he showed a lot of heart, overcame uh, some bumping, laid a steward's inquiry, and it was Wild Jewels, the winner, owned and bred in California. Uh, by Mr. and Mrs. Larry D. williams, uh, a son of Tamarindo, a two year old gelding uh, out of the distorted humor, a mare ribbon of jewels, second stakes win in a row uh, up at Golden Gate, first time going a around of ground he 's now been odds on favored in his last three starts and three dubs to show for it uh, with the winner 's share uh, his earnings now. Uh, they're getting a little bit closer to 200,000. Four wins from six starts in one second. Wild jewels, trained by Steve Speck, ridden by Catalina Martinez. Again, owned and bred by Mr. and Mrs. Larry D. Williams. He is the California Bread of the Week.
9: I tell you what, Mike, You know, going through turns like that, he got passed at the top of the lane, and he came back and passed the, yeah. the, the runner-up. He was super game, and... Uh, again, took a little bumping. Yeah, he he's a pretty seasoned two-year-old at this point, and four wins, and that was open company. He beat yesterday. Yeah, so congratulations to Mr. and Mrs. Larry D. Williams. And, and uh, one other horse they had in the winner's circle, the last race yep. of the day yesterday, Mike. How about Warden Jerry? It's great to see a ten-year-old being allowed to race in California. He got the money last night in the final race at Golden Gate. Uh, you know, there are different rules, track rules, and we were talking yesterday on the show about CZ Rocket, who won at the 9-year-old at Del Mar yeah. uh, last week. he, you know, This year, uh, at, at this time next year, he wouldn't be allowed to race at Del Mar, so he's going out, out of state to Oakland Park for the winter. And, uh, you know, the rules were, are going to restrict some of these older horses from running, and it's a shame. Some of them are just meant to run.
5: I think it's a big shame. I think when you get into arbitrary-type rules, and that is... I mean, I've seen a lot of horses ten years old run big. I, I think uh, Bobby Frankel, you know, he had a horse. He was a, a stakes when He won the Gottstein Futurity, I think, for trainer Jim Penny, up at Long Acres. Uh, obviously, he's a two-year-old horse named Pataha Prince. I, I believe he ran till he was ten. Uh, he had Bobby had another horse back that same area named Buck Price, who was older. I don't care if it's people or horses. Oh, he's too old. Now wait a minute. It, it, you got to deal with everything on an individual basis, and if we're not capable capable of doing that, then I don't think we—I'll I'll use that pronoun—have any business regulating uh, this game. You 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 deal with everything as it comes on a on a on a one-on-one uh, you know basis. You look at their past performances. You check the vet records. Uh, you know. What's his form? Uh, these type of things. You don't just say, "Hey, he's ten; he can't run." I don't think it's right. That's just my opinion.
9: But well, yeah, I agree, and that you have to let the horseman be horseman. Let the horse tell you what they want to do. In fact, exactly. You talk about, you, you talk about Bobby Frankel; he threw strong award to bar mitzvah. That's how long that horse was around. So
5: <laughs> you know, <laughs> and it's, and those are the kind of horses. As a, a young guy growing up, I became fans of because I got to see them run a lot. A hundred percent. The older geldings, you know. And and then, of course, we see fillies and mares uh, uh, run run into their 8-year-old year. year. I think of a mare that I was very close to named Joni Ubar. Uh, You know, she ran very successfully through her 8-year-old year. year. Ended up being the dam of my good horse, McCann's Mojave. But I'm just saying, the word you just used is it, John, horsemanship. And I think with all this heavy-handed, top-down, ISA-type regulation, we're getting further and further away from it. I, I don't like it. I, I hope I'm able to say that. I don't like it.
9: Well, yeah, I, you know, I, I've been fortunate to be around a lot of really good horsemen, and when you see what they do, you trust them to do their job. Yeah. It's simple as that. They're hired to do a job, and the, and we have some of the best horsemen in the world in Southern California. I just I, I hope they let them make the proper decisions and let them do what they're supposed to
5: do. Well, anybody who may disagree, I've got a homework assignment for him, John. Go to uh, Cal Racing. Get signed up. It's $5 a month. That's what I do. And pick the track, Golden Gate Fields. It's yesterday, December 2nd, the ninth race. And watch the one horse. Ten-year-old gelding Warden Jerry. And you tell me he shouldn't be able to run on January 1st. I mean.
8: It's a horse that enjoys competing Exactly
9: a, Just a real quick note, I had an old horse named Donner Party that I retired as an 8-year-old way back when, decades ago and John Sheriff was a farm trainer at Lake Thurbert he called me and said, John, this horse isn't real happy being retired I said, well, what do you want to do? He said, well, let's put him back in training and if, if, if he doesn't want to race, we can make him a stable pony or whatever I said, well, John, you just do what you think is right and he came back and won three races as, as a 10-year-old and, you know, I I tried to retire him, but the horse didn't want to retire. He'd rather yeah. get the racetrack.
5: And the the most, you know, graphic example I can give of an older horse, and this was I got trained by one of the great horsemen of all, horsemen of all time, uh, Richard Hazelton. They called him King Richard in Phoenix and Chicago. The guy was unbelievable. A horse named Maxwell G., and uh, Max was with Richard on and off. You know, when you run horses where they belong, you're going to sell them now and again, but he seemed to always get him back. He won at age 16, John. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Maxwell G. Yep.
9: That's, that's unbelievable.
5: Unbelievable is right. All right, let's, let's see if we can cash today. Who do you like?
9: Well, we'll go to the young horses. How about the fifth race today, the Cecil B. DeMille? I thought number 9, Stay Hot, ran a decent race in the Breeders' Cup Juvenile Turf got stuck pushing between horses all the way and had to move a little early because of that, got a little tired in the lane, wasn't abused, cuts back now in, in, in company, obviously, out of the breeder stuff. draws an outside post, which isn't great, but there's some speed to set him up, and I think you're going to see his best today. Uh, three to one on the program, number nine, stay hot, race number five at Del Mar.
5: Okay, terrific. And, John, uh, thanks for all your contributions throughout the year. Uh, we'll try and stay hot in the fifth, and stay tuned – because i got Kurt Hoover from FanDuel Top of the Hour, Mark Ratsky from Los Alamitos right after Kurt, and we're going to talk about this in-play type situation that's going to kick off at Los Alamitos on Friday. I think it's a big step forward. Hats off to Doc Allred.
9: Excellent. And I'll be Kurt Hoover's guest today on the Del Mar Simulcast Show. It goes about 1130, 1145,
5: somewhere in there. We'll look forward to it. Thanks so much, John. All right. Good luck today. You bet. Uh, speaking of Los Alamitos, let's slide down Catella, say hello to Orlando Gutierrez, heads up the publicity efforts uh, for everything, but primarily to quarter horses and thoroughbreds at night. Orlando, good morning. How are you? I'm doing great, Mike. How are you? We're good. I know you got a couple of thousand yard uh, uh, stakes tonight, uh, the winter finals, but I, I want to touch upon something that's also going to begin. Uh, with the thoroughbred meet, and that is, you guys are are you y- you're sweetening the pot in the daytime pick six if necessary on Saturdays.
9: That's right, Mike, and your listeners will be familiar because we do this at night on Sunday nights. We'll add ten thousand yeah. dollars to the pick six pool. We're actually doing that tonight, and we're going to carry it over that for the winter meet, the daytime meet here coming up, which opens this Friday coming up, and uh, we're going to be adding ten thousand dollars if there's not a carryover. And we'll do that during the daytime meet on Saturday. So uh, on the day of the Starlet next Saturday, we could have uh, the 10000 added into the Pick 6 if there's not a carryover. And then we'll do that again on the second Saturday of the meet after the day of the Los Alamitos Futurity. Again, if there's not a carryover going into the Saturday program, we're going to add $10,000 into the Pick 6 pool. Uh, it works great during the nighttime, and uh, hopefully uh, the horse players, uh, welcome back a nice addition and uh, take a look at our pick six it's a traditional pick six with a 70 30 split we're looking forward to that and uh, since i am mentioning that second saturday of the meet will that also be the day of our nhc on track handicapping contest similar as past years will be uh, a live money contest on uh next saturday the uh december 16th so looking forward to a great meet
5: how can players get signed up for that uh, that on track handicapping contest
9: yeah, we'll put, post the format or oh, the content similar to past years will be on our yeah. website, losalamitos.com, and then they'll be able to click on that and uh, purchase uh, their entry online, or they can also sign up on the day of the event. Other things happening uh, next week at Los Al, it's also the, uh, the weekend of oh, the champion of Champions next Saturday night, in the Los Alamitos 2 million futurity, so a huge weekend coming up at Los Al.
5: Really, really looking forward to it. Let's talk about tonight, Orlando. Yeah, we
9: have those two finals, like you mentioned, and this is pretty much the culmination of a year-long series of races at 1,000 yards. We have a $75,000 winter championship. It's an open event, and uh, this lining is going to see if lining strikes twice. This horse won the summer final uh, and then uh, had enough points to make it to the, uh, the final final, which is this race tonight, $75,000 $75, dollars purse. This lining has been very good here at Los Al. has won four races, uh, this season for Battleborn Racing, Jesus Arango, the trainer, two to one on the morning line, but a very solid steal here. Number five, at uh, three to one, actually beat uh, Tis Lining uh, earlier this year. It's going to be uh, they, they've had a nice, nice rivalry, and also the Phillies and Mares will have their own final. Forty thousand dollars up for grabs. Rufa Red Knot for trainer Keith Craig Miles. She's won the most races this season at a thousand out 1, yards with six races and uh but it's a really good feel gales evening is one to watch Coruscation, sweet sonny really good feel feels for both both races have 10 horse fields mike
5: okay and uh tis lightning 2 to 1 on the morning line and you mentioned Battleborne racing stable that's uh headed up by our good friend nick hines over at fanduel looking forward to catching that uh live on fanduel tonight how about the best bet uh, tonight and i know you guys uh you get underway at uh, is it 5:15 10 races in all
9: yeah, five fifteen. Uh like I mentioned, ten thousand added to the pick six. And I'll go to race number five. That's that opening leg of the pick six and go with number five Mastermind trained by Librado Baroccio. This horse has won both during the daytime meet here at Los Al as well as the nighttime already and coming up of a night mm-hmm. win at Del Mar. Two to one on the morning nine, I'll go with the five Mastermind in race number five. Post time for that race, six fifty three PM right. Like,
5: Terrific. Orlando, really enjoyed it. Looking forward to a, a solid two weekends uh, here at what you're calling your Los Alamitos winter thoroughbred meet beginning this Friday, first post at 12.30. A lot to look forward to day and night at Los Alamitos, particularly next weekend. Orlando, all the best. Thanks so much, Mike. You too. You bet. Uh, we'll step aside, and uh, folks. Once again, I got to get my copy here. Uh, we, we this is Thoroughbred Los Angeles on AM eight thirty, and on the Angels Radio app. Stay tuned. We're coming right back with Andy Harrington, Private Clocker with National Turf.
0: ame 3
5: Hello, I'm Alan Mosnett, Toyota of Orange. For over 48 years, we've said you won't get a lemon at Toyota of Orange. That means you're driving a reliable Toyota. It also means you're getting the best deal on every new Toyota in stock. We're talking RAV4, Camry, Tacoma, Corolla, you name it. How have we stayed number one all these years? By turning lemons into oranges. Toyota of Oranges. Well,
3: you won't get a lemon from Toyota of Orange. Where the turf meets the surf, where the turf meets
4: Delmar wants to thank all racing fans for your support this season. Make your plans to come back next summer when Delmar opens Saturday, July 20th. And remember, the 2024 Breeders' Cup World Thoroughbred Championships come back to Delmar November 1st and 2nd. For Breeders' Cup ticket information, log on to BreedersCup.com. Delmar, cool as ever. Where the turf meets the surf down at Old Delmar. Where the turf meets the
3: surf all right now. down at Old Delmar.
5: Friends, life is about family, friends, and the unforgettable experiences we enjoy together. If you are considering the Hawaiian Islands for that special vacation, a wedding, or perhaps a corporate outing, please visit halualohagardenandkitchen.com and you can see for yourself what this tremendous new venue located on the island of Hawaii has to offer. When you settle in at the Halualoha Garden and Kitchen, the breathtaking view of the Kona Coast adds a touch of enchantment far, far removed from the everyday stresses and strains of life on the mainland. Nestled on the slopes of the majestic Halualoha Volcano, this venue offers guests a remarkable combination of Polynesian dining along with striking natural beauty and world-renowned island charm. With a top-notch chef and a fresh farm-to-kitchen approach, you'll experience island dining that is truly out of this world. Please visit our website, com or call 307 461 for complete details and get ready for the experience of a lifetime at Halualoa Garden and Kitchen.
6: Horse players, it's another huge Sunday of nighttime action at Los Alamitos with our first post set shortly after the last daytime race at Del Mar. The best of nighttime racing also continues at Los Alamitos, featuring two of night racing's best bets, the early and late pick fours. The stakes action on Sunday night will be headed by three major events, all at the 1,000-yard distance. The $75,000 winter final is the richest event of the night, plus two other top events at 1,000 yards are on tap. Get ready for a tremendous racing program. And as always on Sunday night, Los Alamitos adds 10000 to the pick six pool if there's not a carryover. Looking for a great spot to enjoy the live racing action? The Vessels Club is a great table just for you. For reservations call 714-820-2681 or visit Burghardt Sports Bar. And racing fans, next weekend is our biggest of the year with the champion of champions on Saturday and the Los Alamitos 2 million futurity on Sunday night. The best of racing. It's always at Los Alamitos.
2: Hi, this is Bill Coyne of South Bay Toyota, and if you're looking for an easy, hassle-free way to buy a car, South Bay Toyota is the place for you. Simply pick the vehicle of your choice, receive your price up front, and you're driving home. It's that easy at South Bay Toyota, located at the 405 Freeway and Western Avenue.
5: From Hawaii's Big Island, nature has given us Uncle Kimo's Kona Coffee. Derived from a naturally occurring coffee bean that is only found in this precise altitude and climatic setting, Uncle Kimo's Kona Coffee ensures a perfect start to your day or any cherished moment from sunup to sundown. Every treasured coffee bean is the result of nearly four years of nurturing on the 57-acre family farm in the mountains above Halualoha, Hawaii. And unlike many other coffee beans from the Big Island, Uncle Kimo's Uncle is as state grade and hand roasted. This means all beans are grown, picked, roasted, and packaged on the farm to ensure the beans are the most balanced and as rich in flavor as possible. Uncle Chemo's Kona Coffee is now available on the mainland. To place an order, please visit Uncle Chemo's Kona Coffee.com and look for our logo on the track and in the winner's circle, along with leading writer Juan Hernandez. Fans visit our website and you can see for yourself that Uncle Chemo's emanates from a true island paradise. Uncle Kimo's Kona coffee, you can taste the aloha.
7: This segment is brought to you by the Bit Tavern in South Arcadia, just off the corner of 10th and Live Oak. Beer me at the Bit.
5: And welcome back. Final segment. Hour one. Throwback. Los Angeles. Stay with us. We're right here on AM eight thirty up till ten o'clock. A lot of show left. Let's get down to Del Mar and say hello to one of the best in the business, private clocker Andy Harrington, on behalf of NationalTurf.com. Andy, good morning. How's it going?
2: Uh, excellent. I've moved my tack uh, up this weekend, back up to Santa Anita. Oh, I'm um, sorry. No, no no, no worries, uh, which I will be here for the next eight months, so okay. become very familiar.
5: Yeah, well, I would have been by to see you yesterday morning, but uh, I didn't make it out till late. haven't been really feeling all that good, starting to come around. But, Andy, I sent you a late text. I, I hate to put you on the spot, but uh, obviously the Matriarchs, our main event today. Uh, when you think turf, you can't help but think Phil D'Amato. Now, Chad Brown's got four in here. Phil's got two. Uh, he's got an Irish prep by the name of Alonda Queen with Hector Berrios, 30 to 1 on John White's morning line. And I see she's got three turf works uh, at Del Mar. This will be her first start. Uh, for Phil, she had been, uh, you know, racing in France. Ran once in the QE2 uh, Grade One at Keeneland on October 14th, but wasn't with Phil at that time. Was not embarrassed. Kind of an even effort. But have you seen her on the grass at Del Mar in the morning?
9: Yeah, I've seen all three drills. She's. She's got a shot in here. 30-to-1 um, is a very mm. juicy price for a horse like that. This um, Hector's worked it more than a couple times.
2: It's been best in company, breezed alone once.
9: It, it definitely has a shot. What strikes me about this race is there. there's going to be uh, uh, what looks like a, a very strong pace in here. No doubt. The two, two Hamwood Flyer, the four Graceland Gray, the seven Ruby Nell are all keen need-to-lead types Um so a horse like this, who is a long fuse horse, will have, will definitely have have a huge shot in here. And Hector rides a turf course pretty much almost as well as anybody except for Flavian. So uh, I I, gi- I give this horse a shot for sure.
5: Interesting, and and uh, you know Juan Hernandez. Uh... Had, a, I think, a couple of decisions to make. He, he opted to stick with the Calbred closing remarks. Why not? She's at the top of her game. Five-year-old Mayor comes off that grade two win in the Goldicova closing day here at our autumn meet. Uh, Andy, uh, just your take on the overall situation uh, at Delmar. We don't have much time, but I respect your opinion. I know field size has been down a little bit. But it's been very safe. I think the racing's been incredibly competitive. But I, I don't want to put words in your mouth. Your take on things.
2: Uh, yeah, this last weekend has been terrific, actually. Uh, last weekend, they, the previous weekend, that they, they lost Saturday and Sunday for dirt drills. And I think that knocked a few trainers off their
9: pattern with their horses, uh, which, um, you know, since we've been able to work last weekend, that got changed this weekend. So we do have... What looks like all three days have been very, very good. One, The great thing about the Del Mar racing office is they're very realistic. Uh, they don't squeeze the lemon dry early. Uh, and it shows up in these late, late in the uh, season, both in the summer meet and in this meet, where the, the closing weekends are very, very strong.
5: And they've got these short boutique meets. I know they do a great job, but uh, they're in an enviable position as well. I think we we got to say that.
9: Yes, and I think it dawns on it all, almost all trainers that
2: uh, we, as we go to Los Alamitos, there's going to be no grass racing for the next month. Yeah. So if you want a grass horse, uh, you, you better race this weekend uh, as you won't really
9: be able to do it till almost the, uh, the, the first of the year.
5: Okay, let's get to it, Andy Harrington. Uh, who's your best bet for radio today?
9: Okay, let's go to the finale of the meet, uh, the ninth
2: race in here.
9: Um, I'm going to take a little shot on a horse called Lil Nas, who's the uh, three-horse in here. Goes to our leading rider, Juan Hernandez, as we just mentioned. Um, I think this is a pace play. Uh, gets uh, He's going to have to step it up. This is a Calbright and the open company, but it has won two turns. Um, I think it's the clear lead. I always like the kind of inside uh, box out of the chute. It gives him a, a good advantage through the first, uh, three eighths of a mile. Um, I think Juan will put this horse on the lead. John Sather loves his horses on the lead. Um, you know, and, uh, I think he can go from the, you know, flight fall to that fall, hopefully
0: at
5: uh, 15 to 1. <laughs> that, that'll work, 15 to 1. Folks, go to nationalturf.com, and you can find out a little bit more about Andy and what he has to offer there. Just a great service for anybody serious about playing the races. Andy, thanks so much for all your help throughout the meet, and we will be hooking up at Santa Anita. Thank you so much. Appreciate it, Mike. All right, going to step aside uh, here for a couple of minutes. Coming back strong, Kurt Hoover from FanDuel TV going to be joining us top of the hour. Mark Mark Rasky from uh, Los Alamitos Publicity, going to follow him with a lot of good discussion. This is Thoroughbred LA.
0: The preceding was a paid program. Opinions expressed are those of the program sponsors and not necessarily the views of AMA30, its owners or management. Angels Radio, AMA30. K-L-A-A,
1: Orange County, Los Angeles, and Inland Empire,
0: where Angels Baseball lives.
1: Hi, everybody. This is Juan Hernandez. If you want to break out at the gate fast like I do every morning, do what I do. Have a cup of Uncle's Kimmel's Kona coffee. Uncles Kimos you'll be glad you did.
0: The following is a paid program. Opinions expressed are those of the program's sponsors and not necessarily the views of AM830, its owners, or management.
1: Where the
3: turf meets the surf, where the turf meets the surf down in Old Delmar. You could be flying on an airplane, catching a fast train, or jumping in your car. Come on to Delmar. Everybody's gonna have a smile on their face cause somebody's gonna win every single time. There's a race where the turf meets the surf down in Old Delmar. Where the turf meets the surf, where the turf meets the surf down in Old Delmar. Where the turf meets the surf.
4: Delmar wants to thank all racing fans for your support this season. Make your plans to come back next summer when Delmar opens Saturday, July 20th. And remember, the 2024 Breeders Cup World Thoroughbred Championships come back to Delmar November 1st and 2nd. For Breeders Cup ticket information, log on to BreedersCup.com. Delmar, cool as ever. Del Mar. Where the turf meets the surf, down at Old Delmar.
3: Where the turf meets the surf, all right now,
5: down at Old Delmar. Friends, life is about family, friends, and the unforgettable experiences we enjoy together. If you are considering the Hawaiian Islands for that special vacation, a wedding, or perhaps a corporate outing, please visit halualohagardenandkitchen.com and you can see for yourself what this tremendous new venue located on the island of Hawaii has to offer. When you settle in at the Halualoha Garden and Kitchen, the breathtaking view of the Kona Coast adds a touch of enchantment. Far, far removed from the everyday stresses and strains of life on the mainland. Nestled on the slopes of the majestic Halu'aloha volcano, this venue offers guests a remarkable combination of Polynesian dining along with striking natural beauty and world renowned island charm. With a top notch chef and a fresh farm to kitchen approach, you'll experience island dining that is truly out of this world. Please visit our website, Halu'aloha Garden and Kitchen.com com or call 307-461-1450 for complete details and get ready for the experience of a lifetime at Halualoa Garden and Kitchen. The Rags and Sheets are available online at thesheets.com. Our website also offers free introductory material, including an online seminar. You can also receive free introductory material by calling us directly at 212-674-3123. That's the Ragazin Sheets at 212-674-3123. Ragazin, the most respected name in racing.
6: Horse racing fans, Los Alamitos Racecourse continues its celebration of 10 years of daytime Coulburn Racing with an action-packed two-week winter meet in beautiful Orange County. Opening day is Friday, December 8th, and racing will be held Fridays, Saturdays, and Sundays through December 17th. First post will be 12.30 p.m. Pacific. Our December meet is our biggest daytime meet of the year with five stake races on tap, including three graded stakes events. Our opening Saturday will feature the running of the Grade 2 Starling, featuring an outstanding field of juvenile fillies. And on Saturday, December 16th, top juveniles will race in the Grade 2 Los Alamitos Futurity. Other top stakes events include the Bayacoa, the Soviet Problem, and the King glorious and horse players the Los Alamitos on track live money handicapping contest is back on Saturday December 16th you could win a seat to the National Handicapping Championship in Las Vegas for the contest format and more go to LosAlamitos.com daytime racing is back at Los Alamitos opening day is set for Friday December 8th
4: now more than ever it pays to own a cow Owners of a registered California bred maiden shall be paid $17,500 owner's bonus for winning a maiden allowance race in Southern California and a $10,000 owner's bonus for winning a maiden allowance race in Northern California. These bonus awards are in addition to all regular purse monies won and will be paid within 30 days after the win. California bred $50,000 or less maiden claiming winners will be eligible for the current $40,000 or less starter races too. Take advantage of these tremendous new incentive programs by breeding and buying cowbreds. For information, call the California Thoroughbred Breeders Association at 626 445 7800. That's 626 445 7800. Or log on to CTBA.com. And remember, it pays to own a cowbred.
2: Nose and nose and, and gamely is the winner by a nose. Right? Marketry has the weight advantage. Farmer away
7: has the class. Which one's gonna win it? Farmer away Marketry, Farmer away. It's Thoroughbred Los Angeles, hosted by Mike Wilman. Thoroughbred Alley is brought to you by beautiful Del Mar, proud host of the Bing Crosby Meet. World class racing now through December third. By Uncle Chemo's Kona Coffee. Take it from top jock Juan Hernandez, Uncle Chemos, you'll be glad you did. By David Wilson's Toyota of Orange, South Bay Toyota, and Villa Ford of Orange. Come see their great selection of new and used vehicles and experience David Wilson's world-class customer service. By Sammy's original off-track wagering, where the five and the 405 collide at Lake Forest Drive. By the Derby Room at Fairplex Park, great food, great customer service, and free parking and admission seven days a week at the Derby Room. By the California Thoroughbred Breeders Association. Just ask Nick Alexander. It pays to own and breed in California. By the and Sheets. Take it from top trainers, jockey agents, and players like you nationwide. When you go racing, get past the obvious. Get the and Sheets. By Legacy Ranch. Where stands California's big three? Clubhouse Ride, Mr. Big, and Straight Fire. By Sunset Suites on Pacific Coast Highway in Sunset Beach. By Bruce Finkelstein's BetOnBruce.com. By the South Point Hotel, Casino, and Spa in Las Vegas. Call my buddy Steve Johnson and make your reservations now at 866-780-RACE. By the Meridian Hotel on Huntington Drive in Arcadia, just across the street from the Great Race Place. And by Western Router, the best in the West. Now, here's Mike Wilman.
5: Thank you, Lonnie, McBree, and a very pleasant good morning, everybody. Hey, great to have you with us. Hour two, Thoroughbred Los Angeles, on this closing day of the Bing Crosby meet, uh, down where the turf meets the surf at Del Mar. Outstanding nine race card today. They've got field size. Five out of the nine races today are on the grass, uh, including both of their featured events. Uh, the first one is the grade three Cecil B. DeMille, $100,000 for two year olds, mile on turf, a wide open race. I gotta say, I love the way Lord Bullingdon won, uh, for trainer Michael McCarthy with Umberto Riespoli last time out at Santa Anita. He got a very generous mutual on him, uh, that day. He is lined as the five to two favorite today and he'll probably be very close to that. Main event, I don't know if it gets any better than this. The grade one, $300,000 matriarch, Phillies and mares race seven of nine today at Del Mar at one mile on turf. As advertised, joining me right now, uh, an old friend, Kurt Hoover from FanDuel TV and you can see him on the simulcast signal today down there at Del Mar before the races and between them. Hey Kurt, good morning. Thanks for uh, taking time out.
9: No problem, Mike. Uh, it's been a good meet. Nice way to close things out. Today I'm looking out the hotel window here. Went for going little walk this morning. It is nice, clear uh, skies, warm weather, perfect conditions for some good racing. And you touched on the matriarch, Mike. I know it reminds you and I a lot of the old days at Hollywood Park. Oh, yeah. and, uh, you know, in the turf festival. I haven't... Look through the record books, Mike, but I think it's been a while since we've had a 12 horse shield in the matriarch. That is really old school today in the matriarch.
5: And hopefully, you know, it holds together. Chad Brown with four of them. I mentioned the out of town riders, Joel Rosario, who is going to stay and ride the classic meet at Santa Anita. Now, that runs uh, day after Christmas through the Santa Anita Derby. But in addition to Joel, uh, the guys from out of town, uh, I- Irad Ortiz, Jamie Spencer, and I think there might a uh, Luis Saez uh, as well. He's on a four-to-one shot here today for Michael McCarthy uh, in-, in Queen Goddess. But, uh, but you put it all together, and then a jockey's race coming down to it. Pratt with four wins yesterday. He's three behind Juan Hernandez, Twenty seventeen. I know field size on the meet has been off a little bit, Kurt, but the racing has been safe, in my opinion, very competitive, and all things considered, boy, the weather has uh, has really smiled as well. You put it all together, it's been a heck of a meet, just in my opinion.
9: I agree, Mike. It's been really good racing, lots of good races, uh, competitive, good-sized fields. Uh, the weather has been perfect for the most part for the meet, and uh, today's card I think, real good, too. And uh, like at Sandy and Mike, the return of the one dollar pick six had the one yeah. carryover day on Thanksgiving when they had a huge pool. Almost had a carryover into Saturday. There was one ticket on Friday. Paid twelve thousand dollars yesterday. Uh, so yeah, looking forward to playing one more time here at this uh, meet for the pick six.
5: Speaking of the pick six, Kurt, I can't uh, let mm-hmm. this go by. A horse you'll never forget as long as you live. You along with Bob <laughs> Ike, Warden Jerry, uh, you singled him on a pick six a few years ago on a closing day at Santa Anita. And you guys took down the whole pool, and at age ten he got it done again yesterday for a 12 five tag going a mile up north for trainer Steve Speck
9: yeah, what a cool old horse you he, know, he was quote unquote retired for a year or so he went to the sidelines, I guess that life to agree with him. he came back, and now he's posted back to back wins, just a really nice old horse and it underscores, Mike, some of the silly rules we have in racing. He's going to yeah. turn 11, uh, you know, officially next month, and then he can't run in California. I, that doesn't make any sense. No, when it doesn't. won his last two starts, right? That's senseless. And, again, like who knows when he – I don't, haven't checked when he was born. He might not even be really officially 11, right? Depending yeah. when he was born. It's an arbitrary date we put on thoroughbreds. Silly rule. I well, mean, it, it makes zero sense.
5: Kurt, I, I, I guess I'm in enough trouble already this morning. I'll get in some more. <laughs> <laughs> the problem with this top-down stuff, when you get these animal rights folks blowing around the boardrooms and and then getting their fingers in the veterinary regulatory pie and everything else, this is what you come up with. Uh, this is so arbitrary. Just well, this horse, he's ten years old. Uh, January first, he'll be eleven. No, he can't run. It's nonsense. You got to take it Not on good. a case-by-case basis. And I think it was John Lindo says, you know, we're kind of choking the horsemanship out of the game. Not kind of, we are, and I'll just tell you this, Kurt, I don't like it. It's not the same game, and I don't see right now anybody really standing up to it. I don't know if anybody can.
9: Yeah, I I think we might be past the point of no return on a lot of these things, Mike. Yeah. You know, look, if if there's a, you know, you and I are sensible. We've owned horses. We've been around
5: horses. All of us in this game. If
9: if there's a 10-year-old who's been eased or beaten 40 lengths,
5: okay. I I get that. I understand that, If there's a 5-year-old who... Who's done? That's it,
9: right? You know, that's it. You know, but if I own a ten-year-old that's just won his last two races, and suddenly I, I'm told I can't run, it, it, it's you know, it, it's yeah. really senseless, Mike.
5: Well, and, and you get some badge-heavy uh, autocratic individual. I don't want to give him a job title, and they're going <laughs> to tell you what. It it's it, it just it's wrong. I'll just say this, Kurt, from my personal. As you know, I've owned quite a few horses over the years. Yeah. Whenever, and I came up under an old-school guy. I miss him to this day, Leonard Dorfman. When a horse, any horse I ever had, if that horse needed time, they got it. And guess what? In almost every single case, I was rewarded because of that. And the horse will tell you if they need time, you got to give them the time. There's no cheating that. None.
9: No question, Mike. The, the best horse I ever owned, we, we claimed and gave her six months off on the sidelines, and she rewarded us uh, many times over after giving her that time off.
5: Kurt, as for the performance of the meet, now I was at a tailgate a week ago yesterday over at ASU. By the way, I don't bet much and I don't bet often on football, but that was about the easiest forty dollars I ever collected. I laid the thirteen. I took Baffert's alma mater, the U of A, and I mean they. I think they win by thirty six points at ASU. Anyway, down. Yeah, it was. Uh, I thought in looking at the replays, the the performance of the meet for me might have been Easter winning, coming and getting his stablemate Hong Kong Harry in the Seabiscuit. What do you think?
9: I, like you, Mike, I took that week off and I mean, I watched the replay, I wasn't there for the race but yeah, very, very impressive performance by two really good surf horses I'd have to look back and try and come up with a couple but I, one thing I noticed, Mike, a lot of close finishes meet. lots of like did that horse yeah. get the bob, did that horse win several of those, even this week where I had to say did that horse win on the bob or did that horse get, stay right. in front so, right, and that, and that's what you want to see, you don't want to see the strung out fields you want 100% to see competitive races, right Mike, and I, I think there were a lot of those Well, uh, yesterday's uh, 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 race two in the turf race that came down to the wire with uh, Web Slinger and Chad Brown's horse. That was a heck of a horse race. You know, really, really good races.
5: No doubt. Hey, Kurt, looking at today, and, and we haven't talked about today's third race, this is a, a first condition allowance at, at a mile on the grass. I really, I mean, just looking at it, I think the horse on the outside just got a terrific chance here, and Alamandara, so he is the three-to-one morning line favorite. Pratt for Phil motto. I, I don't know if you've looked at the third, but I, I just kind of thought this horse, I know you don't want to be this far outside going a mile, but I'm hoping they can sort themselves out. I just thought he had a terrific chance.
9: Yeah, it's a really good race, Mike, and, I, and selfishly I'm glad it's not in the pick six, and I mean that Yeah. because I could use five or six horses in this race. All Madaris comes out of those two great two races. He ran well both times just against better horses. Uh, Silver Knot, who was second at Twilight Derby, ran a pretty good third yesterday. Webslinger came back and got beat ahead for that race. So comes out of a live race. Another horse I thought had a big look is Crosby Beach. I think Mark Glatt made a real timely, sharp claim. Took this horse off McCarthy for 50000 I love the way the horse won. He's got him into the optional 80. Uh, just by random chance, Sayez is back in town the day this horse runs back, and he rides him back. So I thought he had a look too, but a really, really competitive race.
5: And, Kurt, uh I'll put you on the spot. We haven't talked, but what about the Cecil, Cecil B. DeMille? Uh I love the way Lord Bullingdon won at a pretty big number last time out for Michael McCarthy. I mean, you almost got 7-1. to one. He was quite an overlay uh, in winning that Qatar mile on uh, Friday, November 3. That, that was the first day of the Breeders' Cup. Rispoli rides back, and same conditions a mile on grass. Did, any thought on the, on the DeMille race five?
9: I thought it was a very difficult race. I agree with you. The way Lord Bullington won was very impressive. The only negative, if it is a negative, the two horses behind him didn't run very well at all yesterday in a stake. Uh, go with Gusto and Mo Fox given neither one mm-hmm. fired at all. Now, he dominated those horses, so I don't know if that really means all that much. And he should get a nice stocking trip. Uh, Miracle Mark, I thought, won real nice on the lead uh always on k runs like a horse who should route this horse was flying last time uh going five furlongs with mike smith he rides back for hess and he's a price too at six to one stay hot another one who broke his maiden nice and then was in tough and the breeders kept even out turf so i think like a lot of the races in today's pick six Mikey can go three four five deep mm-hmm. and make cases for a lot of different horses
5: no, no doubt he could before i get a best bet I want you to weigh in on something I'm going to be talking to Mark Ratsky about. I know you're going to be talking about it, I believe, on FanDuel, opening week of the uh, Los Alamitos winter meet, and that's something they're calling in play, where with selected races, uh, they're going to show you what they think the projected closing odds are going to be, straight wagers, what they're projecting them to be based upon what they know the will pays are to those respective horses. Your thoughts, Kurt?
9: Can't hurt, Mike. Um... You know, from playing a lot of sequential races, <clears throat> excuse me, pick fours, pick fives, pick sixes, I do check the will pay sometimes, and it's amazing how you can tell wh- who's going to be favored and mm-hmm. how close it's going to be when the final money comes in in the wind pool. I mean, that, that those markets are so efficient and so right on. It, it can't hurt, Mike. You know, I don't know how much value it is or what it really means, but it can't hurt. It's good information, and, it, you know, if the player wants to use it, I'm all for it.
5: I, I think it is good information, you know, and mm-hmm. it might – Maybe it'll sway in and the short price horse gets beat. That happens a lot, you know. But to me, it's, 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 it's relevant information. It really is. Agreed. Yeah,
9: yeah. there's a lot of information, Mike, out there these days that I would say is not relevant. It's just kind of stats that really don't mean a lot. And, yeah. you know, you and I have brought that up many times. You can put a lot of stats and they really just don't mean anything. But something like that, showing where the money is going, yeah, I think that is very, very valuable.
5: And, Kurt, high on that list, to me, and, and this is never going to be reversed, we started yeah. timing races in hundreds of a second a long time ago. To me, if it just went back to the fifth, we're just fine. You know, th- this yeah, isn't the I, NHRA.
9: No. But on that no, Mike, I, why do we have a run-up in races? Why don't we time races when the gate opens? I, no. That's something I've always been baffled by. No, I mean you don't have track meets or swim meets where you let them have a no. run-up before you time <laughs> it, right? I mean, I don't. I just I don't understand no. where that came from. I mean, there's some uh, probably old archaic reason that's there, but in this day and age, Mike, of technology, wouldn't you pop the the the, the timer when the gate opens? Wouldn't that make sense? <laughs>
5: I, I don't know. I, I I have to think if we started doing that, the times would be a little bit slower and right. You know, I mean you'd never break knowledge. a track record. I, yeah, I've right. never really exactly. gotten into it too much because I never really understood it, and I'm in no, enough trouble no. anyway.
9: Yeah, I really don't either. <laughs> I guess we'll just leave it alone. Yeah.
5: All right, Kurt, uh, how about a best bet uh, on the nine-race closing day card here at Del Mar?
9: Let's go early on, Mike, and try and build up the pick-six bankroll. This afternoon's second race, the $16,000 claimer, uh, Phillies and Bears 3-Up, which have never won two races. Kind of a lackluster bunch. I'm going to take a comebacker for a, a barn I've always liked. Ruby Thomas sends down Willamina Wilhelmina uh, from Northern California. This horse has not been out in over a year, but she's got dirt for him. She broke her maiden on the dirt at the Horseshoe Indianapolis. Uh, she ran at Del Mar and ran a good second. I love the work. I went back and looked. There's even two more works in addition to the six, six that are showing, so she's going to be fit. Eight works coming to the race. Kyle Frey rides. She's going to get a good stocking trip. She's drawn outside. And, Mike, my, my thinking, when a good barn brings a horse like that gets back, look, Ruby Thomas could run this filly at Golden Gate for 5000 or, or $8,000. Right? Yeah. doesn't have to run in this spot. I like the fact they come down for this race. Uh, the purse is good, 24000 And I like the fact they put the gate work on November 25th. To me, that's the tune-up work. Let's try and get the money today with Wilhelmina. She is 4-1 to one on the morning line. Will the five horse in today's second race, hopefully builds up the pick six bankroll.
5: And just one other thing, Kurt, uh, you know, you're talking about different factors, but you know Ruby Thomas has had a relationship with Kyle Frey. Uh you know, he was for based sure. up north for a long time, and I there's no doubt in my mind she called Jack Carava Kyle's agent. Sure, like to ride that horse for sixteen. Been away, as you noted, since August of 2022. A strong work tab. And uh, Kurt says let's try and get lucky with Wilhelmina. Race 2 today at 4-1. to one. Post time for that, Kurt. 12.58. Now, are you going to be in the paddock at Del Mar? What's, I mean, at Los Alamitos? What's going on? I have to, to
9: be determined, Mike, I have to find out this week. A lot of moving parts at Lois Isle, so we'll, uh, Got it. I'll let you know on opening day. Oh, oh, that's, that's
5: you will awesome. be in the paddock uh, at Del Mar today about 11.30 yes, with that, a good friend, John Lindo.
9: That, that I do know. I will be in the paddock today at Del Mar, and John Lindo's will be my guest, Mike, and we kick off that seminar at 11.30. I want to thank John. He, he, helped, he came on Friday and today doing yeah. double duty. On the seminar. So, I'm looking forward to hashing out the card and hopefully knocking down some winners here on closing day.
5: And that'll be at calracing.com. Thanks so much, Kurt, and uh, good luck today, closing day.
9: Thanks a lot, Michael. Talk to you soon.
5: You bet. Uh, before we welcome Mark Ratsky aboard, once again, to quote my friend Terry Smith, the voice of Angels baseball on radio, good news, folks Little Joe's Fresh Mex in South Arcadia, after about a six month hiatus, they're going to reopen under new ownership this Wednesday. They'll be open seven days a week, 9 to 9 every day except Sundays, when they're open 9 to 3. Get by and say hello to Pete Escobedo, his entire family. Uh, They're going to be hitting it out of the park. I'm looking forward to a Chili Riano Burrito. That's my all-time favorite dish at Little Joe's. They're back this Wednesday, 9 to 9, and don't forget the Bit Tavern right next door. They're double their original size. You can take whatever you want to get at Little Joe's. Over to the Bit, knock back a couple of beers, spread out, shoot some pool, watch some games, play some music. Uh, It's all there for you at Little Joe's Fresh Mex and the Bit Tavern just off the corner at 10th and Live Oak. Now we get over to Los Alamitos and say hello to Mark Ratsky, who's on their publicity staff. Hey, Mark, good morning. Good morning, Mike. Listen, uh, you kind of ambushed me. I think it was a week ago Wednesday. You said, hey, what about CAW? And as you allowed on the phone, oh, I know you're getting ready to go on vacation. I wasn't even thinking about racing. And uh, (laughs) tell us uh, about that, what it is, and what you're doing and your motivation for this in-play thing.
2: Uh, Well, first of all, I want to thank management here at Los Alamitos for uh, green-lighting this and giving it a test run. It is a test run. It's never been, you know, done. And basically what it is, as you explained, uh, certain races will be looking at the will pays, and we have a mathematical equation to turn the will pays into percentages and then turn the percentages into projected final odds. And as Kurt just said so many times, you can tell the final odds by those pick three and pick four will pays, even though the horse might be 8 to one on the board, 10 minutes to
5: post,
2: it's going to get bet down. It's there in the will pays because those are closed bets. They've already been bet into, and they're a very good indicator. So what happened for me, I had an epiphany. Uh, I started looking when horses got bet down, these bet downs that we talk about so much, and I would look at the pick three and pick four will pays, and it was there. It was there to be seen that this horse who's going to the gate at 8-to-1 probably isn't going to be 8-to-1. And so I started tracking it, did it for a couple of months, and then I kind of decided, you know, what if we were able to show this to people in a very streamlined fashion, meaning odds. You know, you don't have to go through each one of the will pay. You don't have to compare one to another. The odds will do that for you. So what we're going to do, again, on selected races, and this will be up very soon after the previous race is over, mm. we'll show you the projected closing odds, and it's an estimation based on the will pay.
5: See, I think it's a heck of a tool. And if for no other reason than, like you just said, say the guy looks, the horses come out of the paddock, maybe there's seven minutes to post and eight to one but he knows based upon the information you've given him, you know Bud. you're probably looking at two and a half to one that it's not such a big shock I, I i to me it's all upside
2: i like yeah it. imagine a, a first-time starter
5: and yeah. let's say it's wow. some early
2: action and you want to kind of get another idea is that action going to stay is it going to go up is it going to go down mm-hmm. And. You know, as several people told me when I bounced the idea off them, they already use the will pays as a way of determining what the final odds might be. We just want to give this to everybody in a very easy fashion, a set of odds that tells you what the will pays. And I want to make clear, we're not telling you what to do with this. We're not telling you to use it or don't use it. We're not telling you how to use it. We're just presenting it. As added information.
5: And, and this is going to be displayed on, on television monitors throughout the network?
2: It will be displayed. We have uh, Orlando Gutierrez has put together a very nice uh, little display and I'll be able to feed in the odds and you will see it just like you would see exact the probables, uh, will pays, anything. And uh, we're gonna try to work out a good system of, of showing it on the television in a very clear fashion.
5: Now Mark, when I let into you, I said that you had said, hey, hey Mike, what about CAW? That's computer-assisted wagering. Uh, now, in order to do this and provide this service, and to me it is a service, you also told me you're going to have an algorithm. I mean, you're not just doing this trying to figure out in your head what it's going to be.
2: This is a mathematical equation, and what it does is it takes you you – feed in each individual will pay, whether it's a pick three, pick four, or even double. It breaks it down by percentages, and it says that this horse has this percentage of the will pay based on the price, and then it turns that into odds. It's it, There's no human element. It is done mathematically. Got it.
5: Now, in a broader sense, Mark Ratsky, and by the way, You've been involved in racing for, uh, not just as a fan, but when you first started at the track for over 50 years, I
2: believe, Mark? Yes, I started working at the Daily Racing Forum in uh, 1972, so that's a long time ago.
5: At the knee of of Sweep, one Jack Carlick.
2: Among others.
5: (laughs) Right. Let, Let me ask you this, Mark. Is this computer-assisted wagering something that ought to be looked into by regulators and such?
2: I don't want to get into that, and I want to make it clear that Los Alamitos is not doing this in response to that. Okay. We, we, we don't, that's not how we're selling this. That's not how I presented it or how they want it presented. Right. Uh, you know, if you want to say that, that's fine. But I want to make it clear... This is just a way to give information to people. We're not trying to make a statement about anything.
5: Okay, yeah, no, I'm not saying, I'm just asking the question. You're a guy with an opinion, uh, and it is a good one. Speaking of which, do you have a best bet day or night anywhere today, Mark?
2: Not really. I wasn't prepared for that. I thought. Well, uh, I, I thought you were always prepared, you know. I'm prepared to uh, make my decision as the horses are going to the gate, and I see the price, and I look at the will pay, yeah. and I see how the horse looks. And uh, you got plenty of people on the air to give out horses, and they're very sharp. And, uh, you know, again, uh, the last thing I'll say is that before I even presented this to uh, management here, I did bounce it off a lot of people, including you, people that I respect. And I got an amazing response, which gave me a lot of confidence to go down to management and present this idea. But I want to make it clear I never said anything about CAWs or anything like that. Mm-hmm. Just wanted a way to maybe give a little confidence to the everyday player that we're trying to do something to help them.
5: And, and, and I, I think it just might, Mark,
2: really. It might. It's a test run, Mike. Yeah. You know, it's who knows, who knows how this is going to play out. Maybe it people won't pay attention to it. That's fine. But as Kurt also said, it can't hurt. There's no way it can hurt to do this.
5: One hundred percent, Mark Ratsky. uh, Good to hear from you, and uh, look forward to seeing you and Bob Mazurski, Orlando, everybody uh, there at Los Alamitos this coming Friday, day one of your very uh, short. Los Alamitos Winter Thoroughbred Meet, uh, which uh, will kick off each and every day at twelve thirty p.m. Mark, thanks so much for the input. Great idea, and uh, all the best. We'll, we'll hope, th- hopefully, uh, you're breaking new ground here, and this is going to be uh, very, very well received.
2: It should be interesting, Mike. I'm looking forward to to everything that uh, comes the next two weeks. Good deal. Thanks so
5: much, Mark Ratsky, folks. This is Thoroughbred LA on AM eight thirty and on the Angels Radio app. We'll be right back.
1: Angels Radio.
11: AM 830. Want to bet your favorite horse but can't make it to the race book? South Point Casino's race book has the answer.
4: See you at the Derby Room, 2201 North White Avenue in Pomona.
3: Where the turf meets the surf, where the turf meets the surf down to Old Del Mar. You could be flying on an airplane, catching a fast train, or jumping in your car. Come on to Del Mar. Everybody's going to have a smile on their face, because somebody's going to win every single time there's a race. Where the turf meets the surf down Old
4: Right, Delmar huh. Del wants to thank all racing fans for your support this season. Make your plans to come back next summer when Delmar opens Saturday, July 20th. And remember the 2024 Breeders' Cup World Thoroughbred Championships. Come back to Delmar November 1st and 2nd. For Breeders' Cup ticket information, log on to breederscup.com. Delmar, cool as ever. Del Mar. Where the turf needs to serve.
5: From Hawaii's Big Island, nature has given us Uncle Kimo's Kona Coffee. Derived from a naturally occurring coffee bean that is only found in this precise altitude and climatic setting, Uncle Kimo's Kona Coffee ensures a perfect start to your day or any cherished moment from sunup to sundown. Every treasured coffee bean is the result of nearly four years of nurturing on the 57 acre family farm in the mountains above Halu'aloha, Hawaii. And unlike many other coffee beans from the Big Island, Uncle Kimo's is a state-grade and hand-roasted. This means all beans are grown, picked, roasted and packaged on the farm to ensure the beans are the most balanced and as rich in flavor as possible. Uncle Kimo's Kona Coffee is now available on the mainland. To place an order, please visit UncleKemosKonaCoffee.com and look for our logo on the track and in the winner's circle along with leading writer Juan Hernandez. Fans visit our website and you can see for yourself that Uncle Kimo's emanates from a true island paradise. Uncle Kimo's Kona coffee, you can taste the aloha. Friends, life is about family, friends, and the unforgettable experiences we enjoy together. If you are considering the Hawaiian Islands for that special vacation, a wedding, or perhaps a corporate outing, please visit halualohagardenandkitchen.com and you can see for yourself what this tremendous new venue located on the island of Hawaii has to offer. When you settle in at the Halualoha Garden and Kitchen, the breathtaking view of the Kona Coast adds a touch of enchantment far, far removed from the everyday stresses and strains of life on the mainland. Nestled on the slopes of the majestic Alu Aloha Volcano, this venue offers guests a remarkable combination of Polynesian dining along with striking natural beauty and world-renowned island charm. With a top-notch chef and a fresh farm-to-kitchen approach, you'll experience island dining that is truly out of this world. Please visit our website Halualoha Garden and Kitchen .com or call 307-461-1450 for complete details and get ready for the experience of a lifetime at Halua Garden and Kitchen.
4: Make the Lay Meridian Hotel in Arcadia your place to stay and play on your next visit to Santa Anita. Located just a furlong east of iconic Santa Anita Racetrack on Huntington Drive, the Lay Meridian Hotel offers uncomplicated luxurious guest rooms and suites, a fitness center, meeting rooms for your group, and a newly refurbished dining room. A wide open bar and lounge makes the perfect gathering spot after a great day of the track. For reservations, call 626-777-6699 and use your Marriott Rewards points for even more savings. From the early morning workouts until after the last race is official, the Lay Meridian Hotel is a convenient and enjoyable way to maximize your next visit to Santa Anita. General Manager Katie Green welcomes you to a winning experience. The Lay Meridian Hotel, 130 Huntington Drive in Arcadia. The number for reservations once again, 626-777-6699. Hi everybody, this is Juan
1: Hernandez. If you want to break out of the gate, Fast like I do every morning, do what I do. Have a cup of Uncle's Kimos Kona coffee. Uncle's Kimos, you'll be glad you did.
5: Welcome back. Hour 2, Thoroughbred Los Angeles. Folks, I want to welcome aboard a new sponsor this morning. As you've heard, uh, Halua Loa com. This is from the same folks who bring us this wonderful coffee that I'm going to get to Toby Callett. Toby, if you're listening, I promise. Folks, Halua Loa com, where you can get Uncle Kimo's Kona Coffee. It overlooks the Kona Coast uh, on the island of Hawaii Go to that website, com. If you've got a special event, a special person, special group, family, what have you, what a wonderful way to make memories on the island of Hawaii. If you have any additional questions, give them a call, kitchen at 307-461-1451. Let's get up to Las Vegas right now and... Say hello to Bruce Finkelstein on behalf of BetOnBruce.com. Hey Bruce, good morning. First of all, congratulations on a solid uh, on-air winner two weeks ago. Beef Winslow at seven dollars. Well done, Bruce. Thank you, stewards.
9: Kiss me in there. It's five to two. We'll take it, right?
5: Yeah, it, it was a tough call, right?
9: Yeah, I think they kind of made. The, I'm, I'm not trying to be biased here, but I think they did. I think. Yeah. Uh, second the the horse that originally won the race came out just enough and it was a it was a pretty darn close margin. I think that maybe had something to do with it too.
5: Exactly. Yeah. Well, the the weather has been ideal uh down at Del Mar and Ditto up up at Golden Gate. Great to have Frank Miramati uh up there for the last two weekends of this particular meet. And then Bill Downs uh, is going to be coming down from Seattle to drive the bus home. And uh, their big meet starts the day after Christmas, and it runs into June, Bruce.
9: Yeah, and that'll be that for uh, Golden Gate. I think now, Mike, I think it might have rained a little there yesterday, maybe unexpectedly. So I think we're probably going to see the the cessation of of, uh, grass racing for a while at Golden Gate. I don't think we're going to see too much grass racing for uh, for a bit, and we'll be pretty much concentrating on the synthetic racetrack. Mike, um, let's take a look over there. You want to?
5: Absolutely. Uh, let's,
9: let's go to the sixth race. This is a $40,000 claiming race, and there's nothing better than backing a sharp horse. And there is a sharp horse in here, and that is the four, Doo-Wop Don. Now, he's taking a big jump up in class. He's going from twenty to 40000 But this is where the videos really come into play. This horse... Looks good on paper, Mike. Go watch the video on him. He was bothered just after the start, cost him a little bit, but he went ridiculously wide on the turn. He, it says six wide. That could be an underestimate.
6: He just kept coming with this one
2: huge move. Now,
6: um, fast forward to today's race. He's shortening up to five and a half. These races at five and a half tend to unfold at a faster pace than the longer distance six furlongs. There
9: is some speed in here. Golden Ale and Honeymoon's over, so you're going to get a uh, good tempo. But, boy, the way he won and the lost ground there on the turn, when you put it together, he's the play. You'll get a decent price because he's coming way up in class. So in the sixth race, the four do-wop Don listed at 8-1 to one on the morning
5: line. Okay, and uh, post-time for race six today up at Golden Gate Fields at three eleven 11 uh, this afternoon. So – you know, looking forward to that, and uh, in, in total, they've got nine races. First post time at Golden Gate, 12.45. Closing days, you know at Delmar, Bruce, uh, can we make some money?
9: Yeah, let's go to the uh, Matriarch Stakes. What a great race this is. You guys were talking about it earlier. Uh, 12 horse field, uh, you don't see that very often in, in any kind of great stakes races anywhere these days. Um, very interesting videotape. How about Chad Brown at a price? You don't... Say those words together very often. But number three, surge capacity. Go back and watch its win at Keeneland. This horse won in, I thought, spectacular fashion. She was sitting right behind the leader. She was tugging a little bit, Mike. She's running a bunch of races where the pace has been slow. At the end of the turn, she was maybe a length and a half behind, and it looked like Joel Rosario was going to try to steer her off the inside. In doing so, she hit the rail and she had nowhere to go. He was going to try to angle her outside, and that didn't work. There was no lanes there. So he called an audible. He switched back to the inside, and she made, through running through traffic, a furious rally to win. going away. She really lost her momentum when he, when he changed lanes with her. Mm-hmm. She dropped back from, what, about a length behind, maybe to about three lengths behind. So it looks good on paper. It looks even better When you watch this on video, she will get a Southern California tempo to run at. This has been chronicled earlier in the show with Ruby. Now, possibly Graceland Gray, Hamwood
5: Flyer. Yeah.
9: Yep. Hamwood Flyer. This is a. You know, it kind of reminds you. you We're talking about a horse called Easter, Mike. And I think what's made Easter, this East Coast stretch runner, even more effective, is the West Coast tempo. That back east they go a little slower in the short races. Here they go faster. That plays well for the closer a lot of times, and that's what yeah. I'm thinking with surge capacity. I think uh, her last race, she's a 3-year-old uh, getting better. She gets a 3-pound weight break, eye-catching win coming in, and because the buyer numbers are a little light, the price will be there. So in race 7, let's go with the 3 the, in the uh, matriarch surge capacity, again, at 8-1 to one on the morning line.
5: All right, really something to look forward to. What a great betting race in total. Uh, Today's grade one matriarch, the seventh race, post time for that, 325 Pacific. And Bruce says it's surge capacity to the three-horse, 8-to-1 on the line. Tell us about the website. What is up there right now with Los Alamitos looming on the horizon Friday?
9: So we have the full card at Del Mar. The last five races from Gulfstream Park, the championship series has begun. Also a late pick four at Golden Gate, Best Bets at Del Mar, audio on the full card, at uh, Del Mar, and on the best bets at Del Mar. So, again, check us out at com.
5: All the best. Have a great day, Bruce. Take care, Mike. You bet. Uh, now we'll welcome aboard uh, Bob Mazursky. He catches a uh, full graded handicap and Bob's own morning line uh, in all the Southern California News Group papers every race day here in Southern California. Hey, Bob, good morning. Good morning, Mike. Doing well. Uh, nine races today. Uh, let's have it.
9: I'm going to go to the first race of the day. I think there's horse the you can key in the uh, pick five, number four, Island Cruiser. I thought the horse ran huge in his debut, going short. He was green, and then he finished with uh, very fast, and I think he'll relish the stretch out. Joel Rosario wrote him in his debut, and he's back aboard today for John Sadler. So number four, Island Cruiser in race one.
5: Okay, terrific. And first post time for your upcoming, you're calling it the winter thoroughbred meet, 1230 every day.
9: That is correct. We start on Friday, as you mentioned. We'll go Friday through Sunday this week, and then Friday through Sunday the following week. We have five stakes in six days, three of them graded, including the Starlet and the Futurity, and then the Bayacoa is the other graded race. So, looking forward to that. Meet starting on Friday.
5: And and you're entering today for Friday, correct? No, no, we'll enter Tuesday. Tuesday. Tuesday for opening day, yes. Okay, good enough. We'll look for the overnight. Bob, uh, always a pleasure. Thanks for your contributions throughout the year. And, of course, Southern California News Group, Beyond Belief, supportive of, uh, of racing here in Southern California. Art Wilson, just day in, day out, uh, phenomenal, along with your graded handicap, Bob. Thank you so much.
9: Thank you, Mike. Take care. Have a good day.
5: You bet. Good luck today. Bob says it's uh, number 4 Island Cruiser in Race 1 at Del Mar. We'll step aside one final time here on this uh, Sunday morning. As you know, this is Thoroughbred LA on AM 830 and on the Angels Radio app.
0: Your silver and black play here on AMA 30 KLAA. Where the turf meets the surf, where the turf meets the surf.
3: Get a fast train or jumpin' in your car, come on to feel off. Everybody's gonna have a smile on their face, cause somebody's gonna win every single time there's a race where the turf means a surf down
4: Delmar wants to thank all racing fans for your support this season. Make your plans to come back next summer when Delmar opens Saturday, July twentieth. And remember, the 2024 Breeders Cup World Thoroughbred Championships come back to Delmar November first and second. For Breeders Cup ticket information, log on to BreedersCup.com. Delmar, cool as ever.
5: From Hawaii's Big Island, nature has given us Uncle Kimo's Kona Coffee. Derived from a naturally occurring coffee bean that is only found in this precise altitude and climatic setting, Uncle Kimo's Kona Coffee ensures a perfect start to your day or any cherished moment from sunup to sundown. Every treasured coffee bean is the result of nearly four years of nurturing on the 57-acre family farm in the mountains above Halualoha, Hawaii. And unlike many other coffee beans from the Big Island, Uncle Kimo's Uncle Chemo's is a state grade and hand roasted. This means all beans are grown, picked, roasted, and packaged on the farm to ensure the beans are the most balanced and as rich in flavor as possible. Uncle Chemo's Kona Coffee is now available on the mainland. To place an order, please visit Uncle Chemo's Kona and look for our logo on the track and in the winner's circle, along with leading writer Juan Hernandez. Fans visit our website and you can see for yourself that Uncle Chemo's emanates from a true island paradise. Uncle Kimo's Kona Coffee, you can taste the Aloha.
6: Horse players, it's another huge Sunday of nighttime action at Los Alamitos, with our first post set was shortly after the last daytime race at Del Mar. The best of nighttime racing also continues at Los Alamitos, featuring two of night racing's best bets, the early and late pick fours. The stakes action on Sunday night will be headed by three major events, all at the 1,000 yard distance. The $75,000 winter final is the richest event of the night, plus two other top events at 1,000 yards are on tap. Get ready for a tremendous racing program. And as always on Sunday night, Los Alamitos adds 10000 to the pick six pool if there's not a carryover. Looking for a great spot to enjoy the live racing action? The Vessels Club is a great table just for you. For reservations call 714-820-2681 or visit Bergart Sports Bar. And racing fans, next weekend is our biggest of the year with the champion of champions on Saturday and the Los Alamitos 2 million futurity on Sunday night. The best of racing. It's always at Los Alamitos.
4: From Golden Gate to Santa Anita to Del Mar And everywhere racing is conducted in California Bruce Finkelstein's Bet on Bruce has you covered Full card selections available every racing day at BetOnBruce.com Get advice on multi-wager ticket structures And improve your return on investment with Bruce Finkelstein's BetOnBruce.com Bet on experience, BetOnBruce.com
5: Friends, life is about family, friends, and the unforgettable experiences we enjoy together. If you are considering the Hawaiian Islands for that special vacation, a wedding, or perhaps a corporate outing, please visit halualohagardenandkitchen.com and you can see for yourself what this tremendous new venue located on the island of Hawaii has to offer. When you settle in at the Halualoha Garden and Kitchen, the breathtaking view of the Kona Coast adds a touch of enchantment far, far removed from the everyday stresses and strains of life on the mainland. Nestled on the slopes of the majestic Halualoha Volcano, this venue offers guests a remarkable combination of Polynesian dining along with striking natural beauty and world-renowned island charm. With a top-notch chef and a fresh farm-to-kitchen approach, you'll experience island dining that is truly out of this world. Please visit our website, com or call 307 461 for complete details and get ready for the experience of a lifetime at Halualoa Garden and Kitchen.
4: Let Legacy Ranch prepare your horses the right way before heading to the racetrack. Farm trainer Terry Knight oversees the five-furlong training track meticulously maintained by well-known track supervisor Richard Tedesco. Your horses will get the time, experience, and individual attention they need to be fully prepped and give them their best chance for success at the races. Located in Clements, California, the 145 acres of Legacy Ranch provides large pastures and grass paddocks too.
7: This segment is brought to you by the Bit Tavern in South Arcadia, just off the corner of 10th and Live Oak. Beer me at the Bit.
5: Welcome back. Final segment, Thoroughbred Los Angeles, on this closing day of the Bing Crosby meet at at uh, Del Mar. First post time, 12.30, nine races in all, main event, what a race. The grade one matriarch, 300,000 fillies and mares, mile on the turf. It's firm and uh, a- absolutely idyllic conditions today at Del Mar. The matriarch goes as the seventh on a nine-race program. Let's get down to South Florida and say hello to Toby Callett. And Before we uh, begin our interplay, I want to just give a big congratulations to Toby and congrats to any of his followers that might have taken his advice yesterday. Race 11 at Gulfstream Park on Toby's sheet, his top horse was Felix. You got a $16.60 mutual, that keyed $163.60 exacta, and... An $837.80 trifecta. That race was run on the grass. Race 11 yesterday at Gulfstream Park. Hey, Toby, uh, take a bow. Great job. Congratulations.
10: Well, thank you, Mike. Uh, I just got done counting the money earlier this morning. Uh, But uh, as soon as I uh, got through the last bill, uh, a tear formed in in my eyes. Because uh, I was all excited for today's card. I Can't tell you why, but they're off the turf. Two days of grass racing, uh, five grass races in uh, in total so far. And uh, the main track is fast. We're off the turf. Um, They've rained on my parade, yet uh, I don't know that they've had rain. Uh, Like I say, the main track's fast. So I I have no explanation. Uh, It sort of dampens the enthusiasm, but thank you for the compliments nonetheless.
5: Yeah, well... Uh, So today's turf races go to the tapita, right?
10: They went to the tapita. My first race was was a a grass race that moved to the tapita. And believe it or not, we still have the winner. But uh, uh, as people know that by my sheet, uh, when the races come off the grass and they go to the tapita, or there's too many tapitas and I can't give them the three key plays, I just give them another offering of their choice at a later date. And that's what uh, my customers will get today. I'm going to shift out west to you guys and okay. I'm going to go to the, to the third race today. It is a grass race. Hopefully it won't come off at Del Mar. But I like the one horse a lot, the uh, This horse, if you look at the company lines that he's kept, uh, the posts that he's drawn, uh, he comes out of the race in the lore where East, Easter came out of that race. And he won the great two seed that in his next start. He's back on Lasix. Hector Barrios is back on board. Uh, I think he's going to uh, wind up with a better trip than he's had in recent outings and look for him to get the job done in race three. That's number one, radio.
5: Okay. And, uh, post time for race three today at Delmar one twenty-seven one twenty-seven Pacific. Marcello Polanco looks to Hector Berrios, uh, with the Argentine bred Iredeo. That's Toby Kalitz, uh, best bet of the day for radio and Toby, uh, you know, obviously, delmar it's closing day, sadly, today, but we go to Los Alamitos. I don't know if you'll include that in your uh, your online offering, but tell us what is up at com moving into the new week.
10: Well, it's all golf stream all the time, but again, that doesn't mean that, uh, you know, because I will look at some races at uh, Los Alamitos,
1: mm-hmm. as
10: well as, of course, uh, the big Pananita meet coming up, so uh, when they throw us a knuckleball, I'll, I'll come out west as long as I'm welcome and uh, We'll, uh, we'll try to keep, uh, keep people in
5: action. Speaking of uh, Los Alamitos, just got a late text from Orlando Gutierrez, and he says uh, Ed Bergart, of course, the legendary retired track announcer, he's going to be doing the paddock duties the first week uh, of their uh, their winter meet starting this, uh, this Friday. So they're in oh, good wow. hands with, with Eddie B. there, that's for sure. Toby, thank you so much, and uh, all the best with Irideo, uh, number one in race three today at Del Mar. Good luck. Thanks, Mike. You bet. Uh, we'll close things out as we always do with Jonathan Hardoon of the is and Cheats. Hey John, I went through my files and the horse that you hit with here on air two weeks ago at Del Mar was Brother Reed at twenty-four dollars. That is pretty sweet. Thank you and congrats on behalf of the listeners.
8: Thanks, Mike. We're gonna we're gonna one up it today. We're gonna look at the ninth and final. And I really like a horse in here, Mike, the number four horse short man. This is a four year old called from the Salvador Naranjo barn. This horse last time out uh, got beat four lengths by Easter. This horse is listed at a ridiculous 20 to 1 on the morning line. He's got four wins. No one in this field has four wins. He has a win over Del Mar. You're getting Diego Herrera, and you're getting 20 to 1. I like number four, short man, to close the meet out on a big note. You
5: might get it, John. It's a 12 horse field, you know. And you so, said it last week, Mike. You said last
8: week we'll get it with the Reed. Well, yeah. <laughs> we're going to get it with Shaw. Sure.
5: <laughs> you got a low-profile connection. Short man, number four in the ninth and final. dot com. John.
8: Three best plays, $10, full car, $25. Today we have Aqueduct, Gulfstream, and, of course, Del Marceau. All
5: right. Hey, hey, John, have a great day. Stay safe, my man.
8: Thanks, Mike. Be well. Talk to
5: you soon. Appreciate it. Jake Rich, what's up next here? Coach Harvey Hyde? Okay, folks, stay tuned. Uh, Harvey Hyde uh, is going to be next up with his college review and preview uh, show, along with his assistant, uh, Coach Chuck Hayes. That immediately follows us. And, boy, they got a lot to talk about. They're probably going to have this news on the uh, the Final Four in this tournament for the national championship while they're on air. So be sure to stay tuned for Harvey Hyde and company right here on the home of the Angels, AM 830. Hope you enjoyed the show. For everybody involved, I'm Mike Wilman. So long.
7: You have been listening to Thoroughbred Los Angeles, brought to you by the Bit Tavern in South Arcadia. Are you ready for some football?
0: The preceding was a paid program. Opinions expressed are those of the program sponsors and not necessarily the views of AMA 30, its owners, or management. Angels Radio AMA 30. K-L-A-A,
1: Orange County, Los Angeles, and Inland Empire,
0: where Angels baseball lives.
11: Angel fans, the Angels baseball and softball youth summer camps will return in 2024. Angels camps are offered for young athletes of all skill levels, ages 4 through 12, for a week of professional instruction, games, and fun. Athletes will receive an Angels uniform, autographed photo from a current Angels player, and two tickets for an Angels game to attend the 2024 Angels Camps Reunion. Visit angels.com com/camps to register and learn more about.